Hello, Survivors. This is Max O'Brien with Mercury, a broadcast of Hope, Day 749. With me today are Dr. Rosalind Clark and Agnes Drew. In the past, people have complained that we don't do news. Well, this time we are going to do news, sort of. The horde is still moving. We can't say when they will arrive just yet, but we know that they're moving this way. There are more and more people fleeing them, and as they pass through, they give us updates. People are banding together to slow the horde down since it seems to be unstoppable. Uh, One of the methods they're using is an old military tactic called Tanglefoot. The way it works is like this. You string barbed wire, in our case they're using whatever they can, um, parallel to the ground, about six to eight inches high. You have it staked down really well, and the person, or in this case the zombie, trips and falls. Since zombies can't get up, they lay there tripping up the ones behind. They start building a zombie barrier, at least up to a point. This probably won't stop them, but at least it's something. Axel stopped by yesterday. Usually it's just some of his people on a trading run, but he said he needed us to let people know something. He said that it might sound like a very unchristian thing, but they are turning away people from the Mennonite community. They have evacuated the oldest and the youngest of the community. The rest are working on fortifications and barriers to stop the zombies. He said that this community has been going since before the Civil War, and they aren't giving up. They have fields, animals, and lots of history there that is something you don't just give up on. He said that if they can't hold out, they have evacuation plans ready. They're even digging burn pits so that they can throw the bodies of the zombies in and burn them. A lot of the people who are moving through around here are from communities that have been overrun. They're hoping to connect with another group and do some delaying tactic. Of course, there are some who are just running and plan to keep running. Here at the station, we are doing what we can, but we have made plans to evacuate if we have to. Paka and the clearance crew are going around and trying to help as much as they can. They say they're going to stick it out as long as possible, but they've already got their own evacuation plan. Some people are acting like they're going to stick it out, but Paka says that's crazy, and he and his folks are going to be heading out before too much longer. In other news, something occurred to me the other day that I had thought of before. We've been around lots of zombies, but I haven't seen flies or maggots on any of them. Max, that's gross. Well, think about it. Flies are attracted to rotting meat and nasty stuff like that. So why haven't we seen zombies surrounded by flies? Or for that matter, why aren't they covered in maggots? That's nature's recycling. The flies come, lay their eggs. The maggots eat the dead meat. That way you don't have a bunch of rotting meat around. During our forays from the station, we've seen this with other animals, but never zombies. I hate to say it, but you're right. Buzzards are attracted to the methane rotting meat puts off. Let me tell you, these zombies do put off a lot of that. However, I haven't seen any buzzards eating zombies. I mean, when they fall, they look like a dead body. So what happened to the buzzards? For that matter, you don't see any bugs at all around the zombies. You would expect to see at least a few bugs. This entire conversation is so creepy. Dr. Clark, can you say anything about this that won't make my skin crawl? Well, since I can't do any real scientific studies, I have to make an educated guess. What I think is happening is this. The zombies are putting off some kind of smell that the buzzards don't like. That's what's keeping them away. I think there is a combination of things in regards to the flies. I think that the smell that repels the buzzards are also repelling the flies. Also, I think there is some kind of bad taste to the zombie flesh. 
When I went diving, I saw some on the ocean floor. Most dead things on the ocean floor are eaten fairly quickly, but these have not been touched. I think it's something like the monarch butterfly. They eat milkweed as caterpillars. That gives them a bad taste. When they turn into butterflies, they retain the bad taste. They have bright colors to warn predators that they taste bad. And that it's saying, don't eat me. So that's my best guess. Since you're the scientist, I will defer to you on this. Well, we've run out of time. Uh, this has been Max O'Brien with Mercury, a broadcast of hope with Agnes Drew and Dr. Rosalind Kark. Take care of each other. <laughs>